0: Hey, wine fans, Chris here. Welcome back to a new episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine, where, yes, I am your host, Chris Barlow. And this week, I am joined by last week's winner. She got most of the questions wrong, but that does not make you a loser here on Chris Tries to Review Wine. Absolutely not. Uh, I am so happy to announce you are a champion. So welcome back, Allison. Fras- Frasca, Farkus. I wanted to say <laughs> Farkas for some reason. Here's so the thing. Has anyone ever called you Farkas?
1: Um, I've never heard Farkas. I've heard Fraser. Oh, Alison Fraser. Alison Fraser oh. a lot. Famously called Alison Fraser, and yep. then also Fresca, like fresca. the soda. You know,
0: I actually think in my head I was trying so hard not to say Fresca yep. that I I just inverted the whole name.
1: Yep. And also here's the thing: a lot of people go for Frasca. I think to distinct themselves yes, from the soda
0: so that so that it's clear that they are not calling you a beverage that you cannot find in new york city
1: yes i exactly. don't know where
0: you get fresca still but people are so afraid that they'll compare you or reveal that they have had fresca in their lives like yeah you won't say it if you've never had fresca or a deep secret love of fresca
1: yeah or like i'm not gonna pretend like oh i heard your last time you're like oh like the soda yeah, you know, where it's no, like, no, no, I I'm a little more complex. I realize than what's
0: happening right now is I'm coming out of the closet <gasps> as a secret fresca lover. <gasps> Do you lover. love fresca? I absolutely love fresca. This is my confession. Fresca. Ever since they redesigned it like 10, 15 years ago to be like weirdly sugar-free and kind of grapefruity, mm-hmm. it that sounds disgusting in theory. But, the thing, I sound
1: like a fan ugh, of it. I it's love
0: really good. I
1: love a flavored seltzer, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's kinda like LaCroix on steroids.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Whoa. That
1: I would actually allow my name to get behind that. You know, if somebody called me Fresca and that's what I was thinking of, I'd be like, oh. thank you so much. Yeah, I am a more bold version of LaCroix.
0: It's true. Last week, this was an educational arts-based podcast mm-hmm. that also touched on cooking and travel. But this yeah. week, we are one of those podcasts where people come on to pitch their ideas and, and then we talk to the inventors. Ah. Oh. I'm Guy Raz, and this is that one where I talk to the people who made things.
1: Whoa! Hello. I, I'll, I've i made something. Talk to me about it. You've
0: made a thing that we're going to talk about yeah. here on this episode after a pop quiz. Perfect. I great, know. I, it's, it. You got it. Whoa. Whoa. I pop learned quiz. from last week. Last week, you had to answer a very difficult pop quiz about 1999. This week, you have to answer a potentially less difficult quiz about 1999 because we are moving away from the world of wine and turning to pop culture. Okay. Movies. Mm. Last week you told me about your love of Shrek but when I think of the song All Star I think of a different movie. <gasps> and it's not one of these three. These three movies were more successful. Perfect. Yes. Right, Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So these <laughs> three movies I'm about to tell you one of them was not. Repeat was not a top ten movie at the box office in 1999. So the other two okay. were top ten. Yep. One of them was not. Top I have to 10. pick the
1: one that's not top ten. Correct.
0: So which of these was not a top ten box office hit? Was it A. Big Daddy, B. The Sixth Sense. Or see Pokemon the first movie. That's the title of Whoa. that movie. Pokemon the first movie. Pokemon
1: the first because they knew they had a legacy. I, built I know in.
0: it's kind of amazing.
1: Here's the thing. Top ten.
0: Top ten. So two of these were in the top ten.
1: I believe none of them
0: had All Star in them. I just have to be clear. None of them had no. All Star in them. But and so
1: could any of them truly be in the top ten? I, I my know. Movies? I feel like that's a
0: big asterisk by their just records. Just for me, but,
1: like my top ten uh, movies from this day forward need to have All Star in it. But yeah. We'll get to that another time. Um, so here's the thing. The Sixth Sense, I fully believe, was in the top 10. Yeah. So I'm going to eliminate yeah, that as a choice. You are correct. Amazing. Here's the thing about Big Daddy versus Pokemon, the first movie. Right. I, as a child, in 1999, want to be like, it's Pokemon, the first movie. But as like an adult now, looking back on that time, and more people, I think, had a more of a draw.
0: Now that you know what... The rest of the world likes, and not just what yeah. you, Alison Frasca like. Yes, right. Yes, I get it.
1: I am gonna say. Here's the thing. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say it's it's Pokemon the first movie that was not on the top cool. ten.
0: That is correct. Wow. You okay. aced it. Pokemon the first movie was the number twenty five box okay. office draw that She's year. She's still up there. She is up there. I'm I'm pretty uh, happy with that. So. Congratulations! You have won the right to continue drinking! Amazing! I know! You're on a new episode of Chris (laughs) Tries to Review Wine. Get excited! Already excited. Because here it comes... The intro! That's right! (laughs) Recording live in New York, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine, with your special guest, Allison Frasca, a delicious tasting of Paragon Cabernet Sauvignon, musical guest, all-star, played by Smash Mouth, and your host, the man who puts the, oh no, the name of the band is not the name of the song, in Pinot, Chris Barlow. Okay. Yes, I I have consistently. If you saw the notes I have for this episode, I have consistently called it All Stars Smash Mouth or Smash Mouth by All Star.
1: Listen, they're the, the names are synonymous. It, it,
0: it is. They it,
1: know. We all know. That is. It's it, their can you one name? Song. Can
0: you name any other songs by Smash Mouth?
1: Here's the embarrassing thing. I can, but only two other ones. Okay, that's that's. I
0: still have respect for you. Honestly, Less. Well,
1: thank you so much. But still do. Uh, here's the thing. I've made it my um. I've made it my life's work. So I feel like I'm owed. I, I owe something yes, to like that's true. I mean, really, only for the song All Star though. I I really leaned yeah, into that one. You're
0: not a devotee overall of the Smash Mouth oeuvre. You yeah, know, I'm not you're, a sycophant. Yeah, you're to... just you see the the value in one cultural moment that really changed everything for everyone.
1: Yeah, I think so. Wow, it changes my life daily. And,
0: you know. You talked about how Shrek mm-hmm. introduced you to this amazing song yeah. that revolutionized the whole world. Uh, but for me, it was a different movie. A movie yes. that came out in 1999, but was not in the top 10.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know what movie I'm talking about? Was it Mystery Men? It was Mystery Men.
1: I know, because they're in the music they're video. They're in the music
0: video. I went to rewatch the music video today, mm-hmm. and, and I couldn't believe that the music video literally is actually like interspliced with footage of yep. Mystery Men.
1: Yep. It was, it was like their, their song for that movie, which, uh, again, that means it's on the top 10 list in my heart.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Wow. I have so many more questions about the importance of that movie, but we have to ask them with a drinking game. Yeah. and we can't play a drinking game if you're not drinking any wine this is serious business pour me a glass <gasps> there it is it's already poured pick Amazing. it up and get excited for Paragon Cabernet Sauvignon oh. Paragon Cabernet Sauvignon is from the Napa Valley okay. so last week we were in Sonoma County this week we're in the Napa Valley yeah
1: we're turning up there oh no it's just a little bit uh, yes. I
0: feel like Napa is a place you say like that
1: yeah Napa Napa,
0: uh-huh. so Napa. will the Napa-ness of this wine overcome the fact that it is way cheaper than the <sighs> wine we drank last week. That's true. If you're not sure what wine we drank last week you can rewind your podcast feed to the episode we just recorded that I can definitely still feel the wine from. Mm-hmm. It's called Last Week's Episode. Check it out. <laughs> now, for this week's episode we begin as always with the sniff. Go ahead and love sniff, a sniff. Like the a paragon. Sniff. The paragon of wines.
1: Oh, okay. See, here's Ooh, the thing. Punchier. Not. punchier. It's, it's also, to me, very a very different sensation from last week.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not
1: as fruity, not as bold right off the top. I'm getting more of a mustiness.
0: Yeah, and something is sharper. It's, yes. It's a. It's a. Mm. This is the
1: cantankerous old man of the wines that we've tried.
0: Mm, uh huh.
1: Last week's wine was him in his youth, and this is him now on the other side of the war.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is him after twenty-five years at a corporate desk job, and he yeah. really thought things would turn out differently.
1: Yeah. And he's about to he's about to have a breaking point. But then he's gonna he's gonna meet someone who's gonna turn everything around. Maybe a diner waitress. Who's to say?
0: And maybe that's what we'll taste maybe when we what take we a, a sip.
1: In. Yeah, All right. right. Mmm. Oh, whoa. Oh, much like, much like a grizzled old war veteran. It's presently sweet on the inside.
0: Yeah, actually. and and, and not too sweet.
1: Ooh. Sweet,
0: for sure, mm-hmm. in a kind of like refreshing way.
1: Yeah. It's a very dynamic sweetness.
0: You know, it's like vitamin water is zero compared oh. to regu- regular vitamin water, because regular <laughs> vitamin water is sweet, and you're like, mm nah, nah. like, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, vitamin water zero is not sweet, but sweet-flavored, and so mm-hmm. you get through it, and you're like, hmm, that was refreshing, but not cloying.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm actually very genuinely surprised at how sweet this is, based on the smell of it.
0: Right, it actually, it's... It doesn't it's, smell it, like
1: it, that mm. strong.
0: It did smell like something I could strip paint with in... in yeah.
1: And kinda and kind of like more like a a, a more of an autumn, but it tastes Mm. like spring.
0: Wow. That (laughs) is a a poet. That is a much more enticing way to say smells like paint thinner. (laughs) Tastes (laughs) good though.
1: (laughs) That's a that's a that's a poet's work.
0: Mm. You know? Wow, wow take the things
1: we feel and turn them into words we can understand with our heart. Yeah. Oh wow the wine's waiting. This me. is,
0: this. it's opening you up. Mm-hmm. Much like a good red wine opens up. Yeah. This red wine is opening you up.
1: Oh my gosh. What a world. This podcast is, is a little carafe for me. I have to
0: say, your victory lap episode is always going to be a lot more fun than the first episode. Because, you know, True. in the first episode, you had to earn your wine savant status. Yeah. But now... You've been a wine savant for all of a whole week, according to the podcast It's really feed. changed everything. And you've been sitting here that whole time, so it's been a very interesting week. Yeah. I've wondered why you haven't gone home, but... I mean, but
1: you've seen the changes. But you're a savant. Yeah.
0: And you don't question a savant. You can't.
1: You you can't question a savant, or else what are we doing? What
0: are we doing? And I'm, I'm so glad I didn't, because you just opened my mind about Paragon Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Because get ready to have your mind... Blown to the next level of openness. Ready. It was only $7.99.
1: $7.99? $7.99. $7.99.
0: <gasps> <gasps>
1: wow. This beauty is under $10.
0: I know. So now. Wow. Now think back to last week. Yes. Last week we had that very tasty Café Zotrop from Francis Ford mm-hmm. Coppola Winery. Yes. Tasty for sure.
1: Really tasty. But
0: over $20. Yes. This wine under
1: $10. Yeah.
0: Do you think you would rate this wine higher than last week's Café Zotro?
1: Oh, interesting. Here's the thing that I love. I loved, I loved last week's wine. Mm. But uh, the price mm. on that, that's a spicy meatball.
0: Oh, so true.
1: But this, hold on. Okay, so again, I'm going to just walk through it on smell alone. I'm like, what? How could this be anything of merit? And then a good sip? It's, yeah, It's a, it's a surprise. So... In, our, in the three C's of wine.
0: Uh-huh. So, uh-huh.
1: conversation starter. We already had a whole talk about it. It's, uh, you know.
0: It it's, smells one way, tastes another. Smells,
1: whoa. wow, 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 wow. Uh, context. Um, Napa. Oh, mm-hmm. now, so now we're sounding fancy. People travel true. to Napa to try wine. So this, coming from there, is a conversation starter and kind of, um, I guess, like a, a social merit you know, if mm-hmm. you're bringing a wine and you're like, oh, it's from the Napa Valley.
0: Mm. Like, you're saying it's high society.
1: High society, high mm-hmm. brow. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: It gives you that stamp of that seal of gilded approval. Yes,
1: absolutely. Where if someone goes, oh, you think you know about wine, you can go, yeah, I do know about wine. And I And they believe do. you. And then lastly, mm-hmm. cost effectiveness. Yeah. Bu- 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 Boing, wow.
0: Yeah. And under one, $10. You know, uh, take a look at this label. Does it's it a very look, pretty label. Does it look under $10 by the label? No. no. I would say
1: that's a good 15er.
0: I like, it looks like it has like basically a piece of clip art on it. Like if you search yeah. like, you know, Google clip art for, you know, old world drawing. Yeah, like Da Vinci Vi- da-
1: clip art. Yeah,
0: like basically public access Da Vinci.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And listen, um, I think maybe that's what a good... $10 should bottle be. of wine I, should I'm be. I'm not
0: saying that's wrong. Yeah. I'm saying that feels really right for the price.
1: Yes. I would give this a 5 out of 5.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Jumping all the way to a 5 out of 5. 5 I'm, out of 5, baby. I'm not there yet. And we will do our final taste off in yeah. a minute. But first, we have to really enjoy this wine with a drinking game yay that's right it's time once again <laughs> to play our favorite game that is is always called I've got 1000 say it with me I've, I've got, got 1,999 1, problems, problems but the hit, hit film, film mystery men 8-1. in one of them yes, yes yeah. that is actually the name of the game yeah. every week when we play it everyone knows it by heart <laughs> it's a
1: famous game we I
0: love I, no thank you so much for remembering and now here we go. Question one. We already mentioned that 1999 was a big year for movies. Uh, the top three grossing titles of 1999 were Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Oh, yikes. The uh, Sixth Sense. Okay. A. And Toy Story 2. Toy Story oh, 2. she loved uh, me. What place did the cinematic masterpiece Mystery Men finish? All right. Was it A. <laughs> 11th place. B. Thirty seventh place, or C sixty eighth place.
1: Here's the thing, I I want to believe it's eleventh place. I know it's not. I want to believe. It's
0: true. It's not. It's
1: not. I. What was it? Thirty
0: eighth. Thirty seventh, or sixty
1: eighth. I want to believe it was thirty seventh. I know it's not. It's sixty eighth.
0: That's correct. It's sixty eighth place. Oh, I have to drink. I'm so oh. sorry.
1: but here's the thing I, I think people maybe just weren't ready for it
0: that's so true you know uh, and, and it really does make me think about what people were ready for and weren't ready for, which leads us in a strange way to question two. Great. Um, in Mystery Men, Hank Azaria, mm-hmm. who today is known for playing a poo on The Simpsons, which is not something that, that we totally love as a so- society anymore. We've actually kind of changed our minds about how we feel about this white man playing a very stereotypical Indian character. Uh, so you know, I'm sure that that's an isolated incident in Hank Azaria's career. It has to um, be. Uh, unlike his character in *Mystery Men*, which was called the Blue Raja, and wore a turban. Um, so, so maybe he wants us to think more about the other movie with mystery in the title mm-hmm. that he started in 1999. This oh. is true. And so, question two. Great. Is actually name the other movie with mystery in the title that Hank Azaria starred in in 1999. Wow. Was it A. Mystery Valley, B. Mystery Alaska, or C. Austin Powers: International Man of Mystery? <gasps> whoa! I know that was a real roundabout way, but here's the to thing. get to a real good question.
1: I. I want to say it's. C, mainly because I recognize it, but I don't remember. I don't know if he was in it.
0: Ugh. But
1: uh, listen, just like shooting stars mentioned in the song All Star, only only uh, a brave woman can break the mold. So That's I'm gonna true. say
0: C. Wow, Ooh. I wish it was right, but it's not. Dang
1: it! Okay, I know.
0: I we just, love it. I we love a good drink. Have a drink. Uh, actually, Austin Powers. The Spy Who Shagged Me came out in 1999. Hank Azaria was not in either movie. Great, perfect. Ah, Yeah, no, he was in Mystery Alaska. Mystery Uh, Alaska? According to Wikipedia, Mystery Alaska is a 1999 comedy drama directed by Jay Roach about an amateur ice hockey team from the fictional small town of Mystery that plays an exhibition game against the NHL's New York Rangers, co-starring Russell Crowe.
1: Wow. Wow Wowie wow. Yep. Here's the thing about naming your movie after a fictional city.
0: Don't name it mystery. I, I, I gotta say that there's a lot of reasons I don't understand that choice. Yeah. Um, but But
1: I love a feel-good sports film.
0: I do, and I have a feeling that Hank Azaria's character did not wear a turban or have an unnecessary accent. Yeah. Although it might have been an Alaskan that's thing. accent, yeah, that's I'm the thing. like, oh, Hank, man, you're so good. He's but just building I just, a
1: career. Man.
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs> <sighs> And you got to work in a lot of things to build a career, which is why a lot of very famous people were in Mystery Men. Yeah. And so question number three. Mystery Men featured a cavalcade of stars. Uh, ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, Greg Kinnear, William H. Macy. Right? But there were some exciting cameos, too. <gasps> so which of these famous directors had a cameo oh. in the film? This is true. Was it A, J.J. J. Abrams, B, Guillermo del Toro, uh. or C, Michael Bay?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> um.
0: This, by the way, will break the tie. We are one and one. Oh, we are one and one? Yeah, <gasps> this decides, are you a grand champion?
1: Oh, no. I Here's know. Thing. I don't know it at all. Um. Ooh,
0: interesting. Hmm. 1999.
1: 1999.
0: Who, who among them might have been an extra in a movie?
1: I think I'm going to go with J.J. Abrams, because I think he would have been young enough.
0: Ah. I knew I'd get you with that one no! because it's it. actually Michael Bay. Wow! Michael Bay. He, uh, according to IMDb, <gasps> appears as a frat boy and has the line, "Can we bring the brewskis?" Wow!
1: I'll drink to that. I know, right? I'll actually take Cheers that as a loss
0: to Michael Bay and his fantastic work. Yes. In *Mystery Men*. Thank
1: God. Wow!
0: I know. Thank you, God, for Michael Bay in our lives. He has touched us even more than this song has, maybe. 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 But we will get Ew. to the bottom of that when we return from this word from our sponsors.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Welcome back to Chris Dry's Review Wine. I'm your host, Chris Barlow, sitting across from my guest this week, Allison Frasca. Allison is the creator of All Star, the best Broadway musical, which, if you haven't figured it out by now, is a musical entirely, correct me if I'm wrong, entirely composed of just the song All-Star. Every song is the song All-Star. Do I have that right?
1: You absolutely have that 100% right. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's an entire Broadway musical. It's a full two acts. It's, I think, like two hours long, only using the song All-Star by Smash Mouth. It's a full ode to Rodgers and Hammerstein Golden Age musical theater about a small town girl... With a dream as big as the sky, competing on the show American All-Star, which is a singing competition.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: And so it goes, yeah, she goes on a journey. We follow her through her highs, through her lows.
0: Does she sing All-Star on All-Star? Yes. The only
1: song in the show is All Star. Is All
0: Star. I mean, you could elect to never show her singing, which would be a very interesting, dramatic choice. But I feel like at the end of the day, I want to hear her sing All Star.
1: Well, and here's the thing. You've already heard her sing it maybe
0: because all she sings five or is six all times. Yep. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it also feels like a deep, uh, very thoughtful message about practice makes perfect. You know, she's practicing it every day of her life, it seems.
1: Yeah, well, and here's the thing about the show. The song's reinterpreted in different ways. Uh So it starts off as an uplifting opening number, where we start to get introduced into the world of Nash South, the town where she's from.
0: Of course, of course.
1: And then it moves into an I Want song, because it's musical theater, and we need to know what this girl wants. It's a tango, it's a patter song, it's a Bach chorale, based on the memes. Wow. Yeah, and then it... uh. And, I mean, you'll have to watch to find out the twist. There's a twist. There's a twist? There are so many twists and turns.
0: Whoa. A twist.
1: A twist. Um, It's, yeah, it's a tale about following your dreams and not letting the world stand in your way, which is what the song represents to me. Because it was, it was written as a sports anthem. Yes. So it's, you know, supposed to be like a pump-up song. And she uses it to pump herself up to go out there and put herself out there and compete for what she wants. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a story about this girl following her dreams and then what what it means to have passion, what it means if you don't have passion. Yeah. It explores a lot of different themes and it is truly a drama.
0: I mean, I actually... I love that because I feel like it speaks deeply to the story of the song as well. Yes. Because the song was not originally going to be on their second album. The record label came to them and said, we need a, we need a jam, man. you need a bop. And and when you, yeah, when you think about the lyrics, they really are saying like, sometimes you do your best work and they say it's not good enough, but you got to believe that you can break the mold by writing a major bop.
1: Yeah. Ugh. It's really, it's the story of the song. It's the story of maybe everyone listening to it. There have been plenty of times that you've been told no, or that you're crazy, or that uh, that's a really stupid idea. And then you go, okay, I hear what you're saying, but in the face of that, I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing.
0: I feel like what you say to that is, I hear what you're saying, and thank you for your feedback, but hey now, I'm an all-star. I'm going to get my game on and go play.
1: Toodles, baby! I'm a rock star. I'm gonna get my show on and get paid.
0: Yes. Um. Yeah. So all it's... that glitters is gold, and so is this wine. This wine yeah. is a pretty golden wine, especially for the price. And I, I do mm-hmm. have another twist for you. I hope, oh. I hope you're not sick of explosion sounds, because get ready to have your mind blown by that sound effect, because what? it is not just under ten dollars, not just available at Trader Joe's. It's been open for two days. <gasps> I know. Ready for that again? Whoa. Wow. I, my mind is so blown, I I haven't touched it since I opened it two days ago. And I opened it as a gamble. I like to live life on the edge. Yeah. Break the Take mold. Take a chance. Break the mold. Yes.
1: Absolutely. And so I thought, you know what?
0: Maybe it will taste great.
1: Well, and I think that makes you a, um, like a, a trendsetter. Uh, uh a pioneer in wine tasting. Because if we're tasting wines fresh out the bottle, we're living in a fool's paradise. Life isn't like that.
0: Life isn't like that, man. Sometimes you got your finger and your thumb on your head because you left that bottle of wine from the night before sitting out and you're like, oh man, will it still be good? Yes, it might still be good. It might
1: still be good. Wow. And what a a wine with longevity.
0: I know. I mean, that's a selling point. Just like... Smash Mouth's All-Star. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, I have to say, too, we've talked about how this would be great for a party. But listen, listen, life is hard. These days, you need a little bit of wine sometimes to relax. And what's great is this is cheap. It's affordable. And if you just want to have a glass, you don't have to worry that you're wasting the rest of the bottle when you seal it back up. It'll still be good if you want another glass the next night or the next hour or in five minutes.
1: You get to decide. What yes. that is. You're not like, well, uh, I'm drinking a whole bottle. Wow.
0: You get to choose. Choice. It might be the only thing we have left.
1: Maybe the fourth C of wine tasting.
0: Yes. Like choosing to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast, to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and to come see me live at Dixon Place. We are returning live with Chris Tries to review wine live at Dixon Place. It's the live show we do.
1: Live, you say. Where
0: we record this podcast live. So when I make mistakes and talk funny, I can't stop it. It just comes out of my mouth unicorn sideways.
1: That's the magic of live theater.
0: Live! Live. And it's the magic of drinking, which you can too when you see the show live. Because Dixon Place has a bar. And so we taste the wines you can buy at the bar. Bippity boppity <gasps> boop. It's live, I say. It's immersive. Yes, it is the newest trend from 2007. Immersive theater. <laughs> here to stay live. On May 10th at 7.30 p.m. at Dixon Place.
1: That's what living in New York City is all about. Yes. If you're young, you're alive, you're looking for something to do on a Friday night. Yes. You're like, I want to go out drinking, but I also want to be part of culture. Podcasts. A live podcast recording. Yes. Baby, it's 2019.
0: Yes, I always think about if Seinfeld took place today, there would be so many episodes where he's not going to go to a show or a stand-up gig. He's going to record a podcast somewhere. Yeah. He would just always be going to record a podcast somewhere else.
1: Absolutely. That would be his bread and butter. Yeah. And how he could afford an apartment. On, on the, the Upper West Side. It would make even
0: less sense because there's no money in podcasting. There's no money in stand-up comedy in the 90s, but there's even less money in podcasting. So, I uh, uh, uh bah. That's wow. TV magic. TV wow. magic at its finest. <sighs> And you know what else is magic? You, Allison, (sighs) Uh, for coming on and telling us all about All Star, the best Broadway musical. Where can people learn more about you and your show? So,
1: you can follow us on our Facebook page, All Star, the musical, uh, All Star, the best Broadway musical, All Star, the the best, the best Broadway musical. Oh, yeah, that's the title of the show, All All Star, Star, the best Broadway musical. Musical. So, that's our Facebook page. We also have a mailing list you can sign up for at allstarthemusical.com, and also our Instagram, all star
0: underscore important musical. underscore mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. a whole thing mm-hmm. no, but uh, so uh. we got
1: that one yeah and you can follow our meteoric rise through our social media
0: your rise to becoming an all star
1: a tony winning broadway musical yeah we already started the 2020 tony campaign through our our instagram yes. page so yeah just follow along if you want to jump on board early uh we're making some exciting progress in getting produced which is truly ridiculous, but I fully love, and I'm embracing the chaos that's evolving from this project.
0: You are breaking the mold. Thank you so much. Wow. It's so true. And <laughs> thank you for joining me here on Chris Tries to Review Wine. You can always find out more about the show at christriestoreview.wine. And if you didn't listen last week, Allison joined me again. So go ahead, get in that feed. Just give her a listen. Just search in your favorite podcasting app for Chris Tries to Review Wine. Until then, I'm Chris. And you just tried to review wine.
1: Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on.